Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we're continuing our Road to Moscow series. Ori Benatar here with Shanith Demel, and today we're going to be previewing the Lions of Taranga, Les Lions de la Taranga in France. I said that sort of in a Spanish accent, so that was pretty bad. But Senegal is the team we're going to be talking about. That is their nickname. This is just their second World Cup, and we all remember what they did in their only World Cup ever. They got to the quarterfinals. They started off the tournament in the opening game, beating France, who at that time were the defending world and European champions 1-0. They got out of Group A. Then they won in the round of 16 over Sweden on a golden goal, and then they lost on a Turkey golden goal in the quarterfinals, and they could not become the first African nation to make the World Cup semifinals. Senegal are back for their second tournament. They had a, an interesting group for qualification they got through the likes of Burkina Faso, who are an up-and-coming African team. Also, um, um, Cape Verde was in their group, as well as South Africa. So a very tough group for Senegal that they finished first place in. They ended qualification with three wins, beating South Africa twice in a row in four days. And they beat Cape Verde in uh, October. And they've got themselves a very interesting group in the World Cup. They're going to be in Group H. Uh, I would consider that to be the group of life. They open up the tournament in Moscow against Poland on June the 19th, followed by a match with Colombia. Uh, Colombia is actually their last game on the 28th. Before that, they play Japan on the 24th. So, Shanith, Senegal is going to be probably one of the most fun teams to watch in this World Cup. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not quite sure if I would call Group H the group of life, though, because there are a lot of teams there that are, in my opinion, of or near the same level. So... Senegal would definitely be interesting to watch. Um, they haven't been at the World Cup for about 16 years, as you say, and um, they've got coming in with a strong team this year. Obviously, you've got the likes of Sadio Mane, captain uh, Choku Kouyate, at, who's at West Ham. You have uh, Koulibaly, who's been constantly linked with the move to the EPL, um, and uh, Idrissa Ghanage, just to name a few. So it'll it'll be a fun tournament, definitely. Yeah, this entire Senegal midfield of the five midfielders, pure midfielders that were selected into the Senegal squad, they all play in England with three of them going to be playing in the Premier League next year in Idrissa Gay, Chika Kuyate, and uh, Alfred Ndiaye, who plays for Wolves. Of course, Badu Ndiaye of Stoke was relegated, and then you have Chik Indoye playing for Birmingham City. But just so much talent on this team, especially attacking-wise. You've got Musa Sao of Bursa Spor. You have, of course, Sadio Mane, Mame Biram Jouf, from Stoke City, Musa Kanate, a youngster playing in the French League, Diafra Sacco, a former West Ham striker, and then Khalidou Koulibaly might be the star of this team on defense, playing for Napoli. Again, you mentioned constantly being linked to the Premier League. So is there a chance for Senegal to sort of 
recapture that amazing glory that they had in 2002, you know, when they had El Haji Juf and Henri Camara and Fadiga and uh, Papa Buba Diop, you know, that was, those are, that was one of my favorite teams to watch ever in a World Cup. Do you think this 2018 team can, you know, reinvigorate that magic? Definitely. Um, you know, this key to Senegal progressing is to be able to be tac- tactically flexible when they're coming up against some of the stronger teams in the group, such as Poland and Colombia. Um, and um, it, to their credit, they've picked a squad that gives them the chance to do that. They're, the one flaw that I can see in their squad is in the goalkeeping department, where their number one, who's uh, never played in Europe, he's um, he's going to be tested. And um, it's up to the defence, which is most likely going to be uh, one of Koulibaly, um, Kuyate and uh, Karan Boji. It's up to them to protect... Uh, the goalkeeper and make sure that they recycle possession well. So I'm not quite sure if they can make the quarters as they did in that, you know, glorious 2002 campaign, but um, they'll definitely give it a go and they have a very good chance of making making it that far. Yeah, I think they have a good chance to get out of the group stage. Uh, their most experienced goalkeeper is Kadim Ndiaye playing for Haroya, which is, I think, uh, in the African, somewhere in the African Champions League, 25 caps for Senegal. Uh, just in general, I mean, this Senegalese national team, no one has over 60 caps. Uh, the most caps on the Senegal team is Idrissa Gay, has 59, followed by uh, Sadio Mane with 51. He scored 14 goals. He's not even Senegal's top goal scorer in this team. Moussa Sow is with 18 and 50. So you have a pretty inexperienced Senegal team coming into this World Cup and getting through the toughest group in Africa with Burkina Faso, as I mentioned, one of the better African teams in the last couple of years, South Africa, who hosted the tournament in 2010, and then Cape Verde, who's surprisingly been very good in the African Cup of Nations recently, whereas Senegal has struggled a little bit in the African Cup of Nations. They got to the quarterfinals in Gabon in 2017, but before that, their last three tournaments, they didn't even get out of the group stage. Their best finish in the competition was in 2002 as the runners-up. So this is a good chance for Senegal to sort of bring back uh, football and really turn them into a perennial African qualifying team. But it's going to be a tough task in this group with Poland, Japan, and Colombia. And the reason I think it's the group of life is I think any one of these four teams, maybe other than Japan, between Poland, Senegal, and Colombia, I think any one of those three teams could finish in first. And then probably Japan or Senegal, I would say, would finish in last in the group. But I think any one of these matchups could go either way. I think Senegal's best chance for a win is probably going to be against uh, Japan. But against Poland and Colombia, those are going to be some some very fun matches. But let's focus a little bit on Sadio Mane. What kind of a tournament does he need to have for Senegal to get out of this group? He's going to have to have a really good tournament for Senegal to go through. But it's not going to be only him. You have the likes of Keita Bolde at uh, Monaco. Koulibaly, as I mentioned in defense, he's going to have to have an absolute dream of a tournament. Uh, and... Uh, Midfielders, the central midfielders especially. Ali um, say the uh, head coach, he's um, favoured a 4-4-2, but has, been, has shown a willingness to be tactically flexible where possible. So Mane, as you mentioned, he's going to have to be play a key role there, maybe shifting between the central attacking midfield role to maybe a false nine or even the wing. So, yeah, certainly he's going to have to have a large, large role to play if Senegal are, are to qualify. Yeah, this group may be uh, the, some of the best collection of strikers in the world. You've got Mane and Lewandowski and Habas Rodriguez and um, Okazaki and Kagawa. Just so many good strikers in this group, in, in Group H. As uh, I guess we'll move on to the prediction portion. 
Maximum number of points you think Senegal can get in this group, Shanith? As you said, it's really, it's a really open group. But um, I think if Senegal play to their to the best they can, they really have a chance to go through in first place. And so, if they can, you know, do really well, I can see them getting nine points. But more realistic would be perhaps a second or a third place finish with um, anywhere between four to uh, six points or even seven. Yeah, I'm going to say maximum of seven because I think that Senegal could pick up a draw against Poland or Colombia, and I think they can beat. I think they'll beat Japan. I think Senegal's got that game. I think Japan is good, but I think Senegal have a little too much speed up front to go against the Japanese defense, which has uh, been you know here or there every now and again. Not the best defense in the world. Uh, I think the Colombia. I think that Senegal Colombia game is going to be an absolute joy to watch it's going to be so much movement forward you know you have Hamas and Falcao and Mane and Sao and uh, Idrissa Gay it's going to be great because those two teams love to attack they love going forward so that for me might be one of the most offensive games of the tournament that could that game could produce between four to six goals but I'll say maximum number of points is seven Senegal could finish in first but in the most likely scenario if Senegal does get through they probably would finish in second behind Poland or Colombia in that situation, but I think in e- I mean in either situation, Senegal is playing Belgium or England most likely in the round of 16. Which te- I mean, Senegal do they have any chance maybe of beating England? Because I don't think they would have a chance of be- beating Belgium. Yeah, I can see Senegal causing somewhat of an upset in beating England naturally, because um, as we all know, England aren't the best tournament team out there. But um, it all depends what position they finish and obviously what position. Uh, England do in this World Cup. I can't see England troubling um, too many teams later on in the tournament. So definitely, I would give Senegal a good chance of making it to the quarters if they're matched up with England, yeah. Yeah, I think if they're matched up with England, Senegal's got a very, very good chance to play in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. So that would be the best scenario for Senegal. If they finish in first, hope England finishes in second. And if they finish in second, hope England finishes in first. But in all likelihood, Belgium is probably going to finish first in group, in the group uh, next to Senegal, Group G. So, if Senegal wants to get to the quarterfinals, they probably do need to win the group, which means they got to beat Japan, and they probably would need to win one of the games between Poland and Colombia, and probably draw the other one, whichever one they don't win. So, that's our Senegal preview. Thanks to Shanith Demel for joining me. For I'm Ori Benatar. Senegal preview in the books as we are just days away from the 2018 World Cup getting underway as our Road to Moscow series continues here on the Top Flight Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.